you guys sound great. I do. <laughs> we missed you. I missed you guys too. And not just on the opening harmony bit either. <laughs> just in general. Well, I was told today that I am all of a sudden like in charge of this recycling box that happened because I wasn't here. You got delegated. Yeah. Wow. That's the- fine. Okay. <laughs> Don't show up to the meeting. We're a judgment free zone. You get delegated. That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah. That was that was my way of introducing to the group this terrible tradition that happens in meetings, which is whoever isn't at the meeting gets all the to-dos. So oh, that's we were, okay. We were talking about we had to rotate the responsibility of emptying the bin. I'm like, well, yeah. Alana's not here, so she gets the If first it ever gets nice. full. When you think about it, that's like a terrible thing. I see papers thing, go in, and oh, then like some of them will be missing. <laughs> you just dump all the work on the person that wasn't there. They're, they're more than likely not going to finish it all. <laughs> it's like an initiation thing that happens. That's now, funny. wait a minute. I just heard you say it's like empty because the day you brought it in, you were like all excited. Yeah, people, people were using it and their stuff, stuff got taken there. out of it. Does Have you made like an announcement about it? Because I didn't even know it existed until I passed by it and read on the side it says paper recycling. Yeah, I did that. I was just like, what's this box on the floor? <laughs> I didn't put it on the floor. I put it in the kitchen. Somebody moved it next to Alan's oh, okay. desk. I, I think understand. people are reusing, too. I think people, like, a lot of people put, like, oh, paper bags scrap. from, like, their lunch. Like, oh. and so people, like, grabbed, I know somebody grabbed a paper bag from the recycling bin and used it. Yeah. It also so. ends up being a nice little supply closet for scrap paper. Yeah. There you go. Whatever. If we put scrap paper in there, maybe people won't be grabbing things out of there as much. Hopefully less paper gets thrown away from this office, and then we save a couple trees. That's right. That's all I care about. Think globally, act locally. Mm-hmm. So did everybody have a great weekend? It was too fast. It was okay. I was struggling. She was ready to answer that question. Gloom and doom over there. That's always the answer. That is Every week. The Every week. Not not long the enough. Weekends aren't. Well, think about it. You spent more than fifty percent of your week. More than six. More than do do more five than, divided by seven. No, but there's seven. Yeah, there's seven days. So we spent most of our time here. Yes. So when I'm at home and I'm like actually doing stuff, it's like back to work. Yeah. Yeah. Done. True for everybody. Never changes. <laughs> it's always been that way. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> uh, it's been good. I was struggling with the prospect of finding my wallet. I thought it actually oh, got yeah. stolen when I went to uh, the gym. And, uh, kind, of. Got, kind of. Kind I, of. I got a phone call from the gym yesterday, and they were like, we have your wallet. Um, it, we found it in somebody's stuff. What does that mean, though, in somebody's I, that I somebody asked for it? They said that somebody claimed they were pulling their stuff out of their locker in it was in their locker. So right, unless I yeah. would have put it in the wrong locker, which could have happened, I but doubt it. I, I only, remember. My only question is, was everything still in there? Yeah, everything's there. I blocked money? my, I blocked my cards it? and stuff, so that was no problem. Okay. I mean, I, yeah, but all my stuff's there, so. Well, now good. you just have to start chaining your wallet to your belt or your <laughs> oh, no. belt loop on your God. pants. I'll make, sure it ha- I'll make sure it hangs out, too, and makes it sure it looks really your cool. your Jinko jeans. Yes. Alan Jr. <laughs> He's got a chain on his wallet. wallet oh, I guess on, he yeah, does. wallet on a chain comes so with what, some identity What's going politics. on with you, Jenny? Uh, not too much. I had a great weekend um, because I'm a Game of Thrones geek. Oh, and so oh I didn't watch it yet. I did. I, I I'm watching it on Tuesday. I got permission from the girlfriend that we can watch it on her big TV on Tuesday. So nice. Okay. I have to avoid the spoilers. Marvel. Then I won't say a word. <laughs> um, so that was that's how lame I am. I, I truly am a, a Game of Thrones geek, and it's that so was exciting. the highlight. I know. It, My it brain's really gonna blow up in ten days. Yeah, so I'll I know, be there. The, Adve- the Avengers <clears throat> is, uh, mm-hmm. is, is getting ready. I'm to, not to even drop. ready, but I'm ready. But so uh, Alana gave me that great little handoff because I always come with this article I wrote. 
over the weekend or whatever, right? I always mm-hmm. feel like that's sort of my first thing I'm supposed to say is, what do they, what do they see in the news this weekend? Yeah. And I saw something that I want to share with you guys, but I also, I don't know, it also kind of pissed me off, and so I wanted to talk about Ooh. that too. So the article, and I only quote ones on this show that feel like they get picked up a lot because I'll see it in three or four or five places and that's when I know the thing has traction. Mm -hmm. And they're almost always negative, which is my beef. Mm -hmm. So this particular one was that millennials and Gen Zs insist on a promotion within the first year. Which is, of course, total bullshit. Yeah, you don't even... I know. Kelsey is mm-hmm. enthusiastically shaking her head. Uh, I totally agree. Um, my issue is, A, that something so stupid and stereotypical would get picked up and spread so often, but I guess that's how news works, right? Bad mm. news. Look at the Kardashians. news spreads faster. Um, but then the other thing was the whole <laughs> article itself was just so snarky. So basically, uh, the article says, okay, millennials and Gen Zs are really impatient to get promoted in their first year. And because that can't happen, bosses are taking the following remedy steps, which were A, celebrate uh, work anniversaries. <laughs> B, B, this is my favorite, Uh, change titles, like give somebody a different title, Um, and C, other various work perks to basically, you know, calm people down. So I was just, I was reading it, you know, how I get all tweaked when I feel like my, my favorite generation is being disparaged unfairly. And I was like, why in the world, if they really wanted to do a good, helpful article, why wouldn't they talk about the fact we've said, I said before, my my two senses, you guys aren't impatient, you're ambitious. And there's a difference between those two things. Yeah. So number two, address the fact that it's ambition and then give actionable steps for bosses to help manage and channel that ambition. Why can't yeah. the article be about that? Because uh, the <laughs> writer's got a concept. And see, so these articles kind of sound like sometimes like they sound like these like parenting books. They like come parents from that literally try to follow a parenting us. book. <laughs> well, my first reaction to this is that, I mean, based on whoever wrote it, like, they sound bitter <laughs> because maybe they got passed up for some sort of promotion to some self-evaluation by a millennial because the millennial actually earned the promotion and it has nothing to do with entitlement or like feeling like you deserve something just because like you can ma- you can totally get a promotion within the first year of mm-hmm. working anywhere mm-hmm. if you I work don't somewhere, like that if you work for it somewhere for a year and like they sh- I mean you're proving least, yourself I was going to say you at least expect like some sort of performance and like you like evaluation yeah exactly you know so at least something you know even if it's not like you don't have to give you money but like well the truth is that the situation is going to vary based on where you're working because if nobody if no vacant positions above you uh, open up in the first year guess what you're probably not going to get promoted yeah and there could be huge turnover and there could be plenty of openings and then you could get promoted so whether or not that's going to happen, that's, you know, a question mark for everybody. That's just always going to be a complete unknown. Mm-hmm. But to turn it into a stereotype mm-hmm. is the thing that always gets me going. So I I was just like, you know, I just wanted to make sure that I brought this up with the group because I know I kind of said it in what I would recommend um, or what I would have hoped the article would have covered. But that is, don't if you are an impatient millennial or Gen Z, don't spend your time focused on promotion. Spend your time focused on acquiring as many skills as possible. Mm-hmm. Get as much experience as you can. Because those things will all start to pay dividends, and when there do become vacancies, then you're you're positioned to be more successful in securing them. But to focus on the whole, you know, they just all want to get promoted in the first year. I feel like it's just you know, it's so many stereotypes. Well, I mean, who? I mean, and and like, whose definition? What's the definition of promoting? Are does that mean you get a raise? 
or like you just get a different title. Well, or yeah, more so, responsibility. So you know what I mean? That's what the article said. They, they're going to give you a different bosses are coming up with creative ways to give different titles so that might feel like a promotion. But yeah, yeah, technically, the definition of a promotion is an increase in both responsibility and pay. Right. That's what a promotion is. Does this uh, reflect badly? I guess that's a good question. Does this article supposed to reflect badly upon millennials? I mean, obviously, they're, they're yes. trying to. They're trying to. But the way I, as a millennial, hearing it, it sounds like it reflects poorly upon the people employing millennials. That, that So, I think that was sort of the bad taste in my mouth over the entire piece was that A, they were making fun of millennials, and then B, they were making fun of the bosses who were making these ridiculous accommodations. Yeah, to like be coddling. Able to, yeah, exactly. So, the whole thing just rubbed me the wrong way. And so, I've told you before about my Google alerts, and yeah. um, that one... What's the source for that? Can you say? Do you remember? Well, by the time New York I Times. saw it, I don't... And, you know, so much of this stuff... You lose the original source because if Everybody's somebody else like, picks it up mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. they're bigger. So by the time I read it, it was covered in Business Insider, and they're typically um, they promote other people's content. So mm-hmm. I don't think that was the original source. But mm-hmm. anyway, it was just one. I'm like, you know what? There just needs the, the PR avalanche, the negative PR avalanche against. Yeah. I don't know why he needs to write an article about a group of people when it, it, it's like he's acting like nobody wants more money. At this point, I feel like the millennials. Obviously, we want promotions, but yeah. we're not demanding it. Like I worked really hard and then approached yeah. that you know situation. I'll, I'll take that entire stupid headline and flip it on its head with any generation. Everybody exactly. wants to get That's exactly. Who doesn't want a yeah. promotion or at least yeah. more money? Well, this right. is what I'm getting at too: is or reflecting badly upon yeah. the employers. I mean, not, obviously, it might not have to do with. Obviously, it's the, the business situation too. But like, are you hiring people at what they're actually supposed to be hired in at? Well, yeah. the economy you know? is pretty rough right at this second. Everything's all confusing. So it is. Confusing. That's true. That's it's true. Just it all is all over the I place because you got gas going up, this going up, that going down, this going up. Oh, yeah. we're, we're doing economics. this for the roads, yeah. but. Economics. Who knows? We need money. We have to live. I agree with you, though. You can say that about anybody in any generation. Everybody wants a promotion. Everyone wants to work harder. So that was was my contribution on the news. Another one. The news sucks. Well, I think it's funny. Oh. I'm going to force myself from now on when I come in on the Monday morning with here's here's my news share. I'm going to force myself to find good ones because these these typical stereotypical ones, I'm so over them. Well, I think it's kind of bullshit writing about the millennials in general at this point. I feel like this is kind of over. Like we talked about this too. <laughs> the millennials are already in the workforce. They're already like We're taking yeah, the new over, generation y'all. that's yeah. being born should be the focus. <laughs> Talk so about the generation Z, like the new you kids. You are Gen like, Z. Tony, the even people that are the, eating Tide Pods. <laughs> even the uh, what's after Gen Z? What's the one after we don't Gen even Z? Know. I, I don't know if they've I don't named think they them have yet. It yet. But the even, unknowns. But even yeah. just to show how entrenched into our um, vernacular millennials have become, because you know you guys are the avocado toast generation. What? Which Ew. sounds delicious hey, right now. I like avocado toast. toast. No. I got some avocado butter. I literally read this headline when they were talking about Trump closing the border. Millennials, your avocados are toast. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no. God. That's well, funny. Good thing I like anyway. butter. So, <laughs> so I'm going to use that as a segue because um, we got into a quick conversation last week about um, getting advice, which really, you know, upon further review, we were talking about instructional advice online from videos versus from your parents. Uh, but I was thinking, you know, I wonder 
where other people get there. What are their sources for career information, for career guidance, for career help? And I thought, you know, I track a bunch of different sources, and I don't know if I've ever just sat down and shared them with you guys. I don't think so, because you're our source right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're our umbrella. Yes. So there are a couple of, um, I guess, recommendations I wanted to make, and then I was hoping you guys might have some, too. But if not, if I'm your source, that's fine. (laughs) Well, depending on what you're about to share, it's possible that we are familiar with those as well. When I was in school, I asked a lot of questions all the time to my teachers through middle school, high school, and then... The, Further schooling, yeah, trade school. <laughs> so I mean, I feel like I picked up a decent amount of na- a decent yeah. amount of knowledge from doing that. But and I think that's that's sort of the challenge then, is because once you're adulting, yeah, you don't have teachers. You don't have yeah. teachers, mm-hmm. so you have to figure out what's your lifelong learning pattern going to be. You and I would love to be a resource for you. <laughs> Got to find um, those people who'll be a teacher for you. You know, right. Jenny's our teacher. She's our encyclopedia. We need to get a dictionary and a. Th- 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 Thesaurus. Yeah, that too. (laughs) (laughs) But all I am, because I'm really curious and I'm constantly out there looking at stuff. So let me give you my first favorite place to go find great ideas are TED Talks. Do you guys ever watch TED Talks? Oh, I like TED Talks. Yeah. Yeah. TED Talks are awesome. They're such a great resource. And a lot of people think that like it's only big people or famous people who are on there. And there's so many TEDx events now. Exactly. And you can just find so many great topics on pretty much anything. And there's a lot out there about work. The weird thing about TED Talks, too, is I feel like you could watch them, and you can always find something that applies directly to you. And then you're like, oh my gosh, is he talking to me? Or is yeah. she talking to me? You're like, uh... I think, it's, I think they have an app, right? Do they have an app? Yeah. So, like, I had the app for a little while, and, uh, like, based on your interests, they can, like, suggest things for mm-hmm. you. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. I just love learning about, like, pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. It's funny. One of my... Well, probably one of the ones that made the biggest impact on me, and then she has become a resource for me separately, but there's a great one out there by a woman. I think it's pronounced Breen. Her name is B-R-E. Brene Brown. Brene. Mm-hmm. It's Brene. Brene Brown. Mm-hmm. You and I, I think we've talked about this, her vulnerability TED Talk. No, but she's an author. Yeah. Oh, and she's a professor. I think she teaches in Houston. So she, so her TED Talk on vulnerability is what pushed her into the forefront. You have got to watch it, Miss Kelsey. I'm going to bring you, it up on my would, phone so it's enjoy already it too. ready know, to go for I'm, later. <laughs> I know it sounds so touchy-feely, but um, because that's literally the TED Talk on vulnerability. But she ends up, because she was a research person. Oh, there it is. And um, it goes all into um, when you're struggling and the way that you handle your struggles versus flipping some of those ideas on their heads and how stuff that can appear weak is actually a source of strength. Hmm. I mean, it was just, it's 17 minutes and it was like life changing. I mean, I've never had a, I play TED Talks a lot in various staff meetings. I've never had one where I didn't play it because it's really, really good. So um, I really got into TED Talks after watching her and there's just, there's so many. And, and you can, like you said, you can, um, one of their best features is you can look at playlists. Mm-hmm. So think of somebody who you really like. And odds are they might be on there with their recommended playlist or they have them organized by category. So if you wanted to talk about or if you want to explore more about your career or global warming or AI, there or, you know, playlists when you're happy, playlists when you're sad. So it's really, there's some great, and then they have like, you know, 
the ones that are the most viewed. And so it's just, it's a really, really great resource. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then Brene Brown on her own, now she goes and does all kinds of regular content on LinkedIn. I know we've talked before about LinkedIn, like mm -hmm. from a resume standpoint or a networking standpoint, mm -hmm. Kelsey's making a face. <laughs> Believe it or not, it's actually a really good resource just for content. So you can find people who you're interested in and learn stuff from them. So Brene Brown does a really great, um, I think she only does it weekly, but basically you can ask her anything and then she'll like put together her top four or five questions that she got that week and then she'll answer them live on a video. But it's not just older people. One of my favorite people to follow on LinkedIn, it's this young dude named Sam Lister. He just started getting active like last October. He's 19. He is a videographer. And so, and he, every single video he does is about how am I motivating myself? What am I learning about my craft? How am I driving revenue? How am I building my business? How am I managing my brand? He's the guy I was telling you who decided to unfollow everybody on Instagram. Oh, yeah. You could look him up on, on LinkedIn and watch some of his videos. And any 19 or 20 year old who is interested in the space that you guys are interested in, which is, you know, creating content, he, and just living vicariously through his journey, is so interesting to watch. And I mean, I'm 51, he's 19. I take away lessons from him all the time mm -hmm. on anybody who's interested in content creation or how to reach an audience. So LinkedIn can be a really great place to find some interesting and inspiring information. Yeah. I like yeah. me some LinkedIn. <laughs> Word. Be, be I feel like LinkedIn is the stepchild of social media. Because it's so different. <gasps> the stepchild. But that, it's yeah. not like a neglected, like, it's, it's no, not the redheaded no, stepchild. It's like, it's like the Cinderella stepchild. Oh. Everybody oh. talks shit about, and then it's actually... But, so, what? It's actually, well, that makes sense. It's actually the social media platform that provides That's true. more to people than just crappy news articles that make you depressed and they that and the other. I feel That's like true, it's, it's a tool. It's I wasn't a dig work. at LinkedIn, okay? <laughs> I mean, I don't typically okay. use it but and that's why i wanted to bring it up because i think it is one of the most undervalued social media channels for young people again because you guys think of it as a place to post a resume or maybe look for a job or do some maybe bullshit <laughs> networking when really it is a huge source of information for work and you can subscribe to different groups so let's say you wanted to subscribe to the to the young video production group or the young radio professionals group you're going to find people out there that are like you that are learning stuff like you the young producers group there's just so much information out there it's like a free encyclopedia of other people's experiences and advice that i think you would find really helpful mm -hmm. so as opposed to falling into you know a youtube rabbit hole on Avenger trailers. I only check every few days. I'm not on YouTube. I don't watch Earmark, TV. I Earmark, love YouTube. I can't help it. Earmark 15 minutes for me to go on to LinkedIn. But I don't even know what I would go looking for because it's not like I have like these big name promoters or social media influencers that I follow on the regular. Okay, so we're going to test your listening skills right now. I just listed a specific group that you would probably find. TED some. Talks. Nope. <laughs> that's, that's... That's all you remember? There's probably a group of well, young, LinkedIn. There's probably a group of young video, video. producers or radio content. Yeah, well, would you just engineers? search young radio producers? Mm -hmm. There's groups. I'm I'm part of like a handful of them on LinkedIn for like voiceover stuff, mm -hmm. broadcast professionals, mm -hmm. things like that. There's and they, a lot out they there. post stuff. Yeah. Whatever That's you do though, don't don't join a group on Facebook because that'll annoy you. 
Okay, don't. Facebook will just turn your you. notifications yes, off. Yes, turn your notifications off. off. I follow a lot but of join, Facebook groups. Use LinkedIn. LinkedIn will help. <laughs> yeah, I don't think of Facebook no. as, a, as a work no. tool at all. No, it's no. not for work. I just follow a lot of pages that are amusing. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm here to talk about work, so I know it's not as sexy. So we've got TED, TED Talks, Talks LinkedIn. LinkedIn. My next one is, um, uh, and, and, and Brene Brown, all by herself, freaking me out. Um, the other one, <laughs> who I would really want you guys, and I would never make any recommendation that I don't think you would find relevant or interesting, okay? there's I personally find the Harvard Business Review to be one of the most inspiring places for information. I would never in a million years say, <laughs> subscribe there, okay? So these are carefully curated for my young professionals. Seth Godin. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Seth Rogen. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of thought hoping. that's where it was going. Seth Godin sounds familiar. So well, yeah, they're cousins. In... <laughs> that doesn't even oh make any sense. I'm just that's kidding. His, that's his evil twin, <laughs> Seth. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you mean Seth Godin? G O D I N. Okay. Seth Godin. Right. I, I, in, in my opinion, he is a marketing genius. And what's really fun about his information is it's always super helpful and it comes in little tiny bite-sized pieces. So I subscribe to his newsletter. He sends it out seven days a week. You guys, it's probably 50 words long. It is so short mm. and brief and to the point. And I'm going to give you a great example of one that it either came out Saturday or Sunday. And the name of the newsletter was Skills Versus Planning. Remember we had just had that show where we talked about how important planning was? Yes. And he said a lot of people make the mistake of confusing their... Um, skills versus planning. So the example is, if you're a farmer, uh, what, what was it? Like planting oranges in Ottawa, Canada, and they your, your orange trees don't blossom because the temperature is too cold, does that mean you're bad at planting oranges? You're a bad orange farmer? Or does that mean you planted them in the wrong place? Because you're mm. a bad planter. Exactly. So it was a great, quick little... 30-word blog on helping you keep in mind the difference between your success could be de could absolutely depend on your planning skills versus your actual technical skills. So he's just super insightful, really fun, always very uh, relatable. He did another really cute one on planning, and he did it around avocados. So <laughs> listen to this. This is how brilliant this guy is. He's like, okay. Um, if you love avocados, then you know you have to buy them in advance and keep them around so that when they're ripe and perfect, you can enjoy the avocado because nothing beats a perfectly ripe avocado. Mm. If you don't plan, look at she wants avocado. Because I have two at home right now and I'm waiting for them to ripen. She's still ready for this avocado. <laughs> and he says, if you if your you, planning sucks, <laughs> you will never in your life enjoy a perfect avocado. Don't, don't they just get really soft? Uh, if you wait like five more minutes past their perfect ripeness, yes, they will be brown and soft. So, what? <laughs> meaning you, when you buy them, they're often rock hard. Yeah. And, and then, then what? If, you, if you don't eat them in time, they can become overly mushy and brown. How is an avocado Wait, you, supposed to be eaten? Why are you such a millennial? <laughs> perfectly green and firm. And so his point was, you have to shop and plan to be able to, you know what? I'll use a better example for you, Kelsey. A banana. Okay. We all know that perfect yellow banana. You, know, you might buy. Not it at everybody the store. likes the same kind of banana. Banana. I don't Jenny. like the soggy. So I don't either. Ones. But some people so. love brown bananas. I know, gross. All right, but by and large, stick with my analogy to avocados. Okay, sorry. You buy them and they're green, yeah. and if you don't eat them soon enough, they're brown. And ever most people the love them the when they're the perfect yellow. So if you're always going to wait for the perfect yellow banana, mm -hmm. just keep it with you. 
that you have to plan. <laughs> anyway, Seth Godin, check out his website. Sounds like he does a podcast to too. I, I'm, I'm sure he does. I'm looking he at must. his website right now. I Good was curious. For you. So yes, it looks like he does a podcast. Yeah, too, so. he's just brilliant. That'd I just I love out. him, and and I think most millennials and Gen Zs would love him. He's just very common sense. He's he presents complex ideas in an interesting and easy to digest fashion. So I just I really like him. Um, and then my last recommendation, do I have enough time for one more? Of course. Uh, this, this, this is a local resource. So there's a guy who's a friend of mine and a colleague. His name is Terry Bean. It's so cute. His little brand name is Try Bean. Isn't that cute? Because his name's Terry. So try, T-R-Y, Try Bean. Trybean.com. Anywho, I think yeah. it's cute. Wikibenia. Wikibenia. What? I'm having lunch. With I him remember on seeing Friday. a video with you and, and yeah, we did yeah. a video together. Wikibenia. So what's fun about him? Because I, I don't. Well, Terry aside, I think most people always find themselves feeling somewhat awkward or uncomfortable in. Uh, networking situations. It's mm-hmm. only oh, yeah. the rarest of individuals Ooh. who's always comfortable. He is like a networking master. Cool. He's a brand that could go nationwide. He, and all of his videos, like he always does this thing on Fridays where it's an Ask Friday. And so he talks about that because he'll have um, an ask of you, like reach out to somebody or tag somebody. But then there also has to be a give. So he just always has these really actionable um easy to understand ways that take something as scary as networking and make it feel easy and fun and he's just very good at it and i think because it's a it's a difficult um thing to master for young people i was like you know what if you guys um started following him he's both on instagram and linkedin i think he's on twitter too you would pick up some really good networking hacks um He's much better at them than I am, and and I know that's. Uh, I hate networking. I know you do, which is <laughs> I don't mind it. Which is why I'm making the recommendation. Everybody yeah. should try being. I don't like going home Network- unless I have to. Networking, networking feels good when you're doing it, and like when you start it, like when you. But like, when you're but, in the zone. Yeah, when you're in the zone and things are happening and it's actually working out for you. But then that initial, like in the beginning, that first, like just you gotta actually go say hi to somebody. You're yeah. like, oh no, I hate networking. You can't make me. So, so do me a favor and follow Terry Bean on LinkedIn and he he does a lot of quick one minute videos and he will be a huge help for you and his what is his handle again try Uh, well on on LinkedIn he's just Terry Bean oh he's just Terry Bean but I think he's try Bean on Instagram but if you just follow him on LinkedIn you'll get you'll get all of his good stuff cool he should switch that over so um, those are those are my resources, all the way from TED Talks down to a local networking guru and pretty much everything in between. So deploy that intellectual curiosity. We don't have teachers anymore. Let's take the initiative, go out there and get some good information. And there, there are lots of ways we can help guide our careers. Of course. I like it. That I was like it. it. That's Bossy's resource, resource show. My pleasure. <laughs> well, okay. That's everybody telling me it's time to go. Alana, so good having you back. Yay. Check us out at newradiomedia.com, exactly like it sounds, or bossyskirt.com for some more resource videos, or send us your thoughts at Ask Bossy Skirt at Twitter and Instagram. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Mwah. 